Listen, I've probably been the most hesitant to be playing around with the Tiki Talkie, but it is now the number one social media platform out there and it cannot be denied. So that's why I've been going all in and really maneuvering and finding out how you can make TikTok work for any business that you have without having a gajillion followers. And I have been mastering that in a big way. That's why I want to invite you to a TikTok workshop in March. You do not want to miss it. For more information, just go to rockstalks.co. Totally worth it. You'll love it. Welcome to Rocks Talks. My name is Roxanne Wilson, and this episode is brought to you by the Rocks Talks Instagram Crash Course. If you are looking to up your Instagram game, get things going, and really make a difference in your business through Instagram, then this course is definitely absolutely for you. I have put together all of my tips and tricks for you, as well as the big things that you need to know to make sure that either your Instagram, whether it's new, is rocking, or whether it needs a refresh is rocking. We'll cover things like um, how to really take care of your profile and make it make a difference, hashtags, picture captions, pictures, and more, as well as IG stories, and of course, all the latest updates. To find out more about the Instagram course that will change your Instagram for the better and give you the up level you're looking for, simply go to roxannewilson.com forward slash kickstart your Instagram. Can't wait to see you there. I can't get past it. They're just there. (laughs) Broken like a mother. What a great intro to the podcast. (laughs) Hello, my name is Roxanne Wilson and welcome to Rock's Talks. This is a, I always like to say a very special episode, but this really is because it's my mom. Hi, mom. And it makes sense that you said yes, because I remember when I was a little girl and I was trying to cook before I decided I couldn't cook, you know, back (laughs) in the day, I made um, chocolate cookies. And um, I did my best. I tried hard. Now, when I put them in the oven, I distinctly remember I put them in on one of those, not a cookie sheet, but the ones that have the slotted, the slots. And mm-hmm. I didn't put any foil on it because I was young. Who knew? And I also had a lot of eggshells in it. So if you can imagine, which I didn't know that either, but when I'm cooking these cookies, all of a sudden fire is starting inside of the oven because they're fall, it's falling down. Um, and when the ones that were left, they didn't look like cookies, but my mom ate them. You ate them, mom. <laughs> I didn't want to, I didn't want to crush your, your little heart because you, you put so much into making those cookies. So I ate the cookies and told you, mm, so good. <laughs> and, and I ate it. I'm like, that's not very What good. am I doing? <laughs> but that's a good example of you being a mom. And so happy Mother's Day. And thank you, mom, thank for you. being here. Thank you. Thank you. So if you are watching the podcast on YouTube, hello. If you're not, I encourage you to later go ahead and check it out on um, the Rocks Talks channel so you can see my mama. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought since it is Mother's Day weekend, we would talk a little bit about um, advice my mom gave me. And the only way we can talk about advice my mom gave me is to have my mom on. See how that works? So, but mom, let me tell you a little, she's my mom, but her name is Dr. Patricia Neff. She is a uh, professor and an educator. Um, and how else would you describe yourself, mom? Oh dear, uh, I'm an educational consultant because I, I, I am retired from Arizona State University. So let's get into advice my mom has given me. Something my mother has always told me is, Roxanne, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. <laughs> Correct? 
That's correct. <laughs> now, why on earth would you ever have to tell me that? Come on now. Well, because you were the child who's, who when the, the thought hit the brain, it came right out of the mouth. Um, you, you, did, you had very little filters. You, you did not use a filter to think about, okay, now, is this the right time to say this? Is this the right way to say this? Uh, is there a better way to say this? Should I wait until it's a more appropriate time? Thought hit the brain, out the mouth. Yeah. And, and when, you, when, you, when you were asked, you know, why did you say that? You would say, you would say but it's true. <laughs> yes, it's true. However, you have to think about whether or not it is the right thing to say. And it's always the right time to say it. I have to tell you that um, that has stuck with me forever because uh, you said it a lot. <laughs> yes, I did. And I'd like to think it's somewhat worked because people always tell me, Roxanne, you're so politically correct. Or Roxanne, you, you hold your tongue. And I'm like, I do? My mom, tell my mom. <laughs> and tell my mom and tell her because she'd be so proud. <laughs> so well done. Well done. And I think this is good advice for anyone at any yes. point in time for sure. All right. So what's one you have? One piece, one nugget of advice that you love to give? Well, you know, what I'd like to tell parents or, or mothers mm -hmm. is that when you, when you have a child and you give birth to a child, you have approximately 936 weeks with that child. 936 weeks until they turn 18, till the 18th birthday. And whatever you do, whatever you do with them in that time frame matters, it counts. So let's say, for example, let me give you a visual. Let's say, for example, you put 936 marbles in a bottle, a clear glass bottle. And every week you remove one marble, put in another container. It kind of gives you a visual of how much time you've already spent with your child and how much time you have left with that child before they turn 18. So when you look at the two, you, you either look at, okay, I've already spent a third of this jar with my child. Have I poured everything into them that I need to pour into them to help them through the next however many number of marbles? Or you could look at the, mar the jar that you're pulling the marbles from and say, okay, I have this many marbles left, this many weeks left. What am I gonna do with those weeks to ensure that when my child turns 18 and they're ready to go off to college, ready to go off into the world, they are equipped, they're ready, they have enough, you know, poured into them so they could function mentally, physically, financially, spiritually. Do, have I put enough, am I, what am I gonna do to make sure that those remaining weeks count for something? So, you know, that's the one advice I would give to parents because, you know, when you, when you have a child, you're never given a manual. There is no manual that says, now you're a new, you have a, new, you're a newborn mother. Here are the rules that you follow for the next 18 years. You know, when you purchase any major appliance, be it a refrigerator, a TV, even when you buy a pen or, um, you know, some simple gadget, there is a manual that comes with it, albeit now you get the manual online, but there's a manual that comes with right. it that says, this is how you start. This is how you connect it up. This is what you do. This is how you troubleshoot. This is how you take care of it. Well, with a child, we do not have those manuals. And um, you're left to either parent based on how you were parented, or you just have to parent one day at a time, luck of the draw, 
trial and error, whatever you use, or some of us refer to books. And what I've discovered early in my parenting is that the people who wrote those books, they weren't parents. So they really haven't experienced parenting. They are just basing their, their books based on research and what they've read. And because there is no manual for you, you, you really have to try to utilize all the resources that you could possibly find to help you do a better job at parenting your child. So what so, resources do you recommend? Well, the internet is a great source, of course. Um, the World Wide Web? <laughs> the World Wide Web. <laughs> um, thankfully, we have um, research. We have, you have researchers. Research has been done by reputable people who have, you know, really looked into this whole thing about parenting. And, and there are different parenting models out there. You know, Nurturing Parenting is, is an excellent resource. Is that a, a website? For parents to use. It's called Nurturing Parenting. Is it a um, website? No, it's it's a curriculum. It's oh. a, it's a it's a curriculum resource. Mm -hmm. There's also one that's called Parenting Through the Phases. You know, learn, teaching you how to parent through the phases of your child development. And for that one, um, you can go to parentingthroughthephases.org, and uh, or parentq.org, and it'll talk to you about the different phases of development that your child goes through, what to expect as they go through those phases, and how to be more intentional with your parenting and, and that and that's and that's another advice i would give is that we learn to be more intentional with our parenting because we want to make sure that we are truly guiding our children and helping them become the best uh young adults that they can become we should mention that um my mother dr patricia naff who is an education consultant also Specialty, hello. Specialty <laughs> in childhood development. Um, so you're yes. being mothered by someone who teaches people how to mother. So in your opinion, do you feel like parenting has gotten easier or harder from the time you were doing it to say parents, young parents now? It has gotten harder. You know, parenting is hard work. And, and the thing about what makes it so hard, what makes it so difficult is that by the time you've figured out your child, they've moved on to another phase. So let's say, for example, your, your child is a two-year-old and we've heard about the terrible twos. And we, by the time you've figured out how to work with this child and how to, to be the best parent you can be to a two-year-old toddler, the child becomes three. And now they enter a different phase. And now you have to figure out, okay, what's, what's key about this phase? What's important about, being a three-year-old, what do I have to pay attention to? What are the questions I need to answer? What, 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 what? You know, so by the time you think you've figured it out, it's changed. And, and every 52 weeks, that changes. And so, you, so what, you, what you learn about your three-year-old is not pertinent to your four-year-old. So that, well, I hear you. Does that mean that your second and third child, you should be a pro at them? <laughs> Oftentimes, you are better. And that's why you find some parents who are, who are extremely strict and rigid um, with their earlier children, first and second children. By the time the third one comes along, hey, they're not as, you know, strict and rigid and because they've learned that um, they don't need to be because, you know, they've already, they already know now what to expect as the child goes through the phases. So, so they don't have to be. All old, like eldest children are all messed up then. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's our trial and error child. The first child is a trial. Unless you've had experience 
with children. And thankfully, I, I have had experience with children. My, I'm from a family of, of 10 children. I'm the third child, first girl. So I have seen many of my siblings born and I, I have assisted in, in helping them to develop. So by the time I had my first child, I knew a lot of things. I knew how to do a lot of things. But for the, for the most part, people don't. And um, unless you've had that experience either in a home like I did, or maybe you, you've worked in a, a daycare center or you've helped with children, babysitting, nanny, whatever, unless you've had that experience, you really don't know. So your first child is your trial and error child. You make a lot of mistakes with the first child that you tend to correct later on down. Clearly, I'm not the oldest because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> no, you're not the oldest. You're the middle. <laughs> That's right. Um, why do you think it's gotten harder for parents? Part of the reason it's gotten harder as well is because of the, the world has changed. Mm -hmm. The technology has changed um our children are exposed to much more than they were back then you know is when i was raised about though or do you really think that makes a difference the technology is really oh, yeah. it does make a difference well let me go back um when i was raising my children we you still went outside and rode your bikes you still played outside um and and it was a little safer you know right now it's not as safe um, ch children very rarely play outside anymore. They're in front of the computer or in the in front of the the iPads or telephones or whatever, some gadget, electronic gadget. And where whereas that's you know they have to learn that technology. The the challenge is how many hours a day they spend on that technology, and and how much of that time um, does not include interacting, communicating, real time with people. Face to face. So it's yeah, it's a lot of FaceTime on the com on the computer on the gadget, but not face to face to FaceTime. So the world has changed considerably, and um, while change is a good thing and 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 that's progress, I think we also have to learn to to move to make those changes um, so that we could um, certainly help them as they develop and grow in this new world that they're in. Mm -hmm. So it's harder now. It's harder. It's harder, but you know, but again, it's all relative. Hard is all relative. It's harder for us older parents, okay? Um, but for the parents who are having children now, that's all they know. That's, that's all they know. So it's all relative. So for them, for, for me looking on, you know, uh, if I were to now <laughs> at this age think about having children, I wouldn't. <laughs> because you had such perfect children to begin with, why would you go back to, I mean, come on now. Well, perfect is a is a, a strong word. <laughs> it's a strong word, but you know, again, relatively speaking, you know, my children were were, were not too difficult to deal with. You know, so why wouldn't you have them now? I wouldn't have them now because it's harder. Yeah, because it's harder to raise them now, and and what children are exposed to right now my kids weren't exposed to that, not at that early an age. What advice would you give or what additional advice would you give to a parent now who has a child at any age, 18 or younger, even early college? Yeah. Well, I would, I would say, you know, get involved, get involved in some parenting groups, you know. Um, some parents believe, well, if I go to a parenting class, that means I'm not doing a good job at parenting. Well, that's not necessarily true. Mm -hmm. It means that you are 
trying to find resources to help you be a better parent, that you're being proactive in getting the, the assistance you need and, and um, you know, the tools that you need to, to be a better parent. Whereas, um, you know, it, it has nothing to do with your, your ability to parent. It, it, it's more to me, your ability to, to want to do better as a parent. Like a lifetime um, learner basically is what you're saying. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so learn, get, get into a parenting group that will teach you about the phases of development. So you understand your child, you understand what your child, the phase that your child is currently in and the phase that they're getting ready to go into. Mm-hmm. So you can better, you can be proactive in preparing for them. Um, also be, be an advocate for your child, be, be very involved in your child's education. Um, know that, get to know their teachers and the teachers get to know you. Um, so that they know that you are an engaged parent who is willing and able to be supportive in the home. Um, so be, be involved in what's going on within, with them in school. And, and seek help. Talk to other parents. Talk to grandparents. You know, find out you know, what's out there and what's available, what you can, where you can learn something um, so that you can be, again, intentional about your parenting and you can be more effective in what you do. Um, it does take a village. You know, we don't, we do not parent in a vacuum because when you send your child to school every day, they're spending hours with other people, teachers, Mm -hmm. caregivers, whomever. By the time you get them back home in the evening and feed them and they go to bed, most of their waking hours are spent with others. So you have to depend on other people to help you raise your children again. And that's why you have to be so involved and engaged so that you you don't miss those opportunities to learn and you don't miss those opportunities to be impactful in your children's lives. Um, You know, when they're on their way to college or getting ready for college, again, be proactive, be involved. You know, I've I've come across parents who leave it up to the children to get things done for college. Well, mm, that does not work very well. Every once in a while you come across a student who um, takes initiative and, um, is bold enough and has the wherewithal to to do that on their own, but for the most part, parents need to be able to guide their children through those to to you know at least navigate the waters of getting to college and so forth to make sure again that they are headed down the right path because it's just that, because they got that a, in itself is a, is a is a minefield. Yeah, because just because they got a diploma does not mean they suddenly or no, they maybe they don't mean they have they don't. the life skills to get it right. And, and because they're 18 does not mean they're an, they're an adult and they're ready to go into the world. You know, one of the things that really baffled me when I first came to America about 33 years or so ago. Oh, you think that's how long? Yeah, it's been that long. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, actually, it is longer than that. I'm, 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 trying not to, I'm trying to give you age. Okay? I am the receipt. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to give you age. I said 33 years or so. <laughs> They can add the rest to that. Almost a decade, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, was parents saying, "Oh, I can't wait for my child to be eighteen so they can so they can leave home"? Well, really, you you think an eighteen year old is ready to leave home? It's a magic wand. Uh, you know, it's not. You know, I, I I'm from a culture where you stay home until you get married or until you decide to, and that could be into your thirties. You know, um, parenting does not end at eighteen. It really does not end at 18. 
you parent them when they're 18, you parent them when they're 30, you parent them when they're 40, you parent them when they're 50. Parenting never ends. It changes because the need is changes. The need is different at the different um, levels and stages of their development. But parenting does not end. And um, we, we need to realize that we need to learn how to parent the 18, year, 18 years and older children who are, yes, young adults. And, um, and some of them may be even grandparents <laughs> by the time they're 36. But parenting never ends. It really doesn't end. Well, mom, this has been wonderful. Are there any parting words you would like to um, share? Well, um, you know, like I said earlier, when you become a parent, it's a commitment. You can't say, well, I really didn't want to have a child. That's a moot point. You know, once you went through that pregnancy and gave birth to that child, it's a commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, saying that you didn't intend to, didn't mean to, didn't want to, you have a child, you have a commitment, and that child deserves the best parent that, that you can give them. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a perfect parent because there's no such thing. It doesn't have to be a parent like there's no such thing. The best, that child deserves the best parent you can give them. And yes, it, it may mean sleepless nights, you know, less time for yourself, less money for yourself. You know, you, you can't, buy everything you want to buy for yourself or go on the vacations you want to go by yourself. It means that you have to honor that commitment and do the best you can for that child Mm -hmm. and realize that it's a lifetime commitment. It does not end at any particular age. I will put a link on the the, the podcast page. (laughs) It's roxannewilson.com forward slash RT40. It's the 40th episode. Look at you. Very good. Um, thank you, mom. I, the only thing I also wanted to add was happy mother's day. A thank you. And B, thank you for being an amazing mom and putting up with me. I'm a whole lot to put up with. <laughs> I, you know, the no seriously, I thank you for never giving up on me, always believing in me and championing me. And I love you dearly. And I love you too. Love you, mom. Thank love you so honey. much for listening to rocks talks. I hope you've had some time to, to I hope you you've gotten some good tidbits from this. I know that you have. Um, remember if you're listening uh, to the podcast, the full version will be on YouTube. So you can see, um, the rest of the story as well as if you're watching or listening, I should say, if you're listening, uh, I'd love for you to subscribe, whether that's on iTunes, on Spotify, um, SoundCloud, Google play, please subscribe and comment and rate the podcast. All that helps. And if you are listening on your phone, please screenshot it and then send me, tag me on um, Instagram and send it to me. I will shout you out on my Instagram story as well too. Appreciate you guys very much. And I can't wait to see you next time. Take care. Bye. Knock, knock. Who's there? Black Friday deals are here. Woo. Okay. Here's the skinny. Rocks Talks is doing the largest sales special bonuses you've ever seen in the Rocks Talks community are now live, but we're telling the general population to get on the wait list, which is true. But here's the surprise. When you get on the wait list, bada bing, it unlocks all of the deals now. Why? Because we know you're shopping now. We know that there's tools that you need to close your year strong and kick off 2023 that you need now when you want them. So as a result, take a look at the Rocks Talks done by you, done for you, and done with you deals. 
steep deals and the actually the launch of social emails it is officially here and when you're the one of the first 100 you get a special surprise three bonuses and a deal and also new kits we have a new kit the hero product kit is now live so many things i'm not supposed to tell you all this but go to socialstoriesmembership.com forward slash black friday get on the wait list and boom the deals will be unlocked so you can be the first to get them enjoy i'll see you over there